You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Sugar, sugar. Sugar butter, sugar butter, flour, sugar butter, flour, sugar butter. You're listening to The Ensemblist, the only podcast that shows you Broadway from the inside out. Welcome back. I'm Mo Brady. I add the flower to begin what I am hoping to start, and then it's down with the recipe and bake from the heart. On January 5th, 2020, Broadway will dim the lights on one of its most delicious confections, Waitress. During its more than four years and 1,544 regular performances on Broadway, the Ensemblist has shared many stories from its talented company. Today on the podcast, we share with you two completely new stories, as well as some of our favorite Waitress audio from the past year. First up, is Jesse Hooker Bailey, waitress ensemble member and understudy for the role of Dawn about one of those 1,544 performances that she will never, ever forget. September 17th, 2019 is a night I will never forget. I had seen on the calendar on our call board that I'd been given an understudy performance date. I quickly noticed that it would be on one of Jordan Sparks' first nights in Waitress. We would be in transition between Colleen Ballinger's leaving and Caitlin Houlihan's coming back, who both play Dawn brilliantly. I didn't want to get too excited that I would possibly get the date, though. Not until it was final. As an understudy, you have to be prepared to go on at any time, but also be prepared to possibly get a date and, for whatever reason, it not work out. It's all a part of the gig. Nothing personal. Definitely not a perk of it all, but it's what we sign up for as understudies. There can be a lot of anxiety being an understudy. Not getting to sing the songs every day or run blocking in performance can be stressful. There are so many props. (laughs) But again, it's all a part of the job. You have to personally do what you need to do in order to be ready for the show at any time. Take your voice lessons, show up to rehearsals, which us waitress cast members know a lot about, and continue to pay attention and watch the shows, tracks you're responsible for, while also doing your own track on stage every night. 
There are ups and downs like any job, and that Tuesday was a big up. When I saw I had the date, though again, I was still not holding my breath in case of any changes, the first words out of my mouth to a fellow cast member were, oh my god, that means all three waitresses would be black. That's never happened with this show before. My cast member squealed with me, and I decided to keep it hush and again not get too excited, in case it were to change. But as the date grew closer and it was showing that my fellow understudy buddy Molly Joe would have that Monday and I would cover Tuesday's show, I started to get excited. I called my parents, told any friend, teacher, casting director, strangers on the street I knew who hadn't seen me play Dawn yet, and immediately I started dreaming about what a cool moment it would be. Not just for me, but for anyone of color who has dreams like I do. I left the house that morning for a full day of rehearsal for another project. I met up with my parents for a quick bite, who drove in from Pennsylvania to see the show, and then I headed to the theater to get ready. Before I left the house that morning, my husband reminded me, hey, today is for you. Just do this show for you. Don't worry about getting approval or acceptance or excitement from anyone. Just do it for you, babe. And I'm so happy I had that mantra with me all day. If we don't celebrate ourselves, who will? This was a moment worth celebrating. I love that I got to play this role alongside two other women of color and tell this story. It went by too fast. I felt like the moment I would take something in, it had already passed, but man, it was fun. I felt like I was up there with my sisters. I've only personally known Jordan at that time for a couple of weeks. I loved having scenes and banter with her and Natasha. It just all felt like we were telling the story together while also saying so much more. That performance for me from top to bottom was truly a special experience. I've said this before, but I really do look forward to the time when all of this is not a big deal. A time when you can see three black women telling a story that's not necessarily about race, and it just is what it is, like anyone else being up there. We're capable of doing more than black shows and black roles in this business. We can tell stories about love and love lost and insecurities we have. We can tell stories about regular day-to-day things. We can do that. We can do more than that. And this is no diss to any black shows or roles. I'm just saying I believe we can do even more. That night, I felt I got to put a little footprint in the steps forward in showing fellow actors, producers, writers, directors, all creatives, that people who look like me can do all things, just like anyone and everyone else. Give us a shot. Give us opportunities to lead and create and originate and grow. And hey, let's make our own. I felt the magic on stage, and judging by the feedback and messages I got that night and since then, the people I met at the stage door of all the different races, they feel the magic too. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thanks, Jesse. Next up is Molly Hager, who has been with the Broadway production since its very first preview. She shares with us her very candid take on what she remembers about performing on the Tony Awards back in 2016. You know how everyone describes Tony season as a blur? To me, that always sounded like a cop-out answer. Like, I just want to know what that experience was like for you. Can you give me a real answer, please? Thanks. But now, having had the privilege of experiencing the Tonys with the cast of Waitress, I can honestly say that it's true. It is a total blur. I'm not sure if it's because too much excitement makes you temporarily dumber, or if it's all of the champagne toasts that make you black out. In my case, it was the combo of excitement and stress-eating thousands of cookies catapulting me into another stratosphere of sugar high. Either way, the memory is fuzzy, but I'll do my best to remember. Today's a day like any other, but I am changed. I am a Tony performer. That's a slightly augmented lyric from Waitress that I keep singing in my head as I'm writing this. I hope you're singing the song now, too. If you don't know the song, please stop reading this immediately and get a ticket to Waitress. But you can't because we're closed. (laughs) I was playing Sarah Bareilles' mother eight shows a week, and our chemistry alone is worth the price of admission. Anyway, the 2016 Tony Awards. Here's what I remember. I remember getting to the theater's super early day of to get into costume for our dress rehearsal at the Beacon. I remember not sleeping the night before. I remember boarding the bus with my castmates and taking a thousand pictures. I remember screaming and waving like a maniac at all of the different Broadway shows and celebrities. I remember Glenn Close rehearsing a planned bit at full volume in the green room many times over. I felt oddly proud when she nailed it during the live telecast. I remember that we had a matinee to get through before the actual Tony performance, and it felt like it went on forever. I remember live streaming the red carpet interviews while getting back into costume and putting on makeup again, and fake lashes. It was the Tonys after all. I remember thinking that Carrie Russell looked like a GD angel while presenting our cast. I remember waiting in the wings thinking that there was no way the crew guys could switch the set's props on time, which of course they did. I remember sweaty palms and thumping hearts and applause and not dropping a pie or a menu, which was a great accomplishment. I remember extreme joyousness and love for our little Broadway community and finally feeling like a part of it. Phew! So that's all I remember. My first Tony Awards. I wish upon all of you reading this a day like that. A day of feeling so happy and overwhelmed that future you will cop out and describe it as a blur. And cookies. I also wish upon you unlimited amounts of cookies. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you, Molly. Now for this episode's second act, we share a couple of moments from recent interviews with Todger Call and Shoshana Bean. Each returned to Broadway in 2019, joining the cast of Waitress. But they spoke to me in the studio about their very first times on Broadway. Shoshana in the original Company of Hairspray, and Todrick in the original production of The Color Purple. I asked each of them about how Broadway has changed since they made their debuts, and what they relish most about being back on the main stem. So you just finished Waitress yeah. yesterday, mm-hmm. which was your fifth, yes. fifth Broadway oh, show. Yeah. How has performing on Broadway changed? The industry has changed. I would love for it to change more, but it has changed uh, a lot. And I'm so grateful that I've been able to play roles like Billy Flynn and be, I think, the first African-American to play Ogie on Broadway as the role. My understudy Tyrone also plays the role, and he's African-American. And I love the fact that they're giving me an openly gay man who could be oftentimes found in his natural habitat wearing wigs and heels, (laughs) a, a role of like a hotshot lawyer in Chicago or to be like the quirky love interest and waitress i just love coming back here because it's not the money that you come back to broadway for it's the love and the passion for why you ever started performing like i wanted to be on broadway my entire life and every time i get the opportunity to return to broadway i jump at the chance even if it means financially i will be like giving up jobs that you know would be someone else's yearly salary for a one-day gig i would rather be on broadway because i just love it there's nothing like the adrenaline rush that you get from interacting with a live audience So I I love it. It's a lot more pressure now to be a lead on Broadway, (laughs) even though being an ensemble is very important and very difficult. But when your name is on the bill or your name is like, you know, outside and people are paying to come and see you, there's an extra pressure that you have to like go home, steam, rest your voice, take care of yourself, drink more water, like to be on every single night because a lot of the fans that come see the show are not thespians or people who have been raised going to Broadway musicals. They're people who are stepping into a theater for the very first time because they fell in love with a YouTuber or your journey or your story or your brand. And they become lifelong theater fans (laughs) because of that one experience that you introduced them to. And without someone introducing me to theater at eight years old, very young as an impressionable kid who didn't know where I fit in in a world where all my cousins were playing football and basketball and things that I would have never been good at. It's so cool to be able to introduce these kids to this world and have them like completely fall in love with it and go back and see multiple shows and be seeing my fans tweet about the Tonys where they would have never even known what the Tony Awards Mm -hmm. were or who any of the people that were up for the awards are. And now they know everything and they're telling me things about Hadestown and about, you know, Slave Play or uh, about any new shows that are coming out. I just think that's really awesome. And the fact that I've been able to expose so many people to theaters one of the things in my career that I'm proudest of. Is the way you walked into a theater doing The Color Purple different than the way he walked into a theater to do Waitress? I believe so. I think like any human, we are all like just like oftentimes infested and filled with like insecurities 
And I know that I don't have like a traditional Broadway voice. And that's why I was always so confused when I was on American Idol because they would keep calling me Broadway, which is true. I had been on Broadway, but I don't have a trained voice. I didn't grow up doing musical theater my entire life. And so I used to panic about the fact that I was going to sound different. But then I started thinking about all my favorite people in the world, like the Harvey Firesteins of the world or Eartha Kitt or Bernadette Peters is not known for being this big Celine Dion-esque Beltress. Like she's known for being an iconic performer and her voice is so recognizable and like she's such a star and I've now recently become like okay with the fact that I'm never going to sound like Billy Porter did in Greece or sound like Michael Kilgore or sound like Alex Newell in Once on this Island which are all things that I would love to be able to one day do <laughs> though like that is like goals if I could just one day sound like Alex Newell for one day I would record 16 albums and be okay with never singing ever again <laughs> um but I've understood now that this is the voice that God has given me and it's like very unique and I have to just be able to take each role that I'm given and put my own spin on it and be okay with that. And so that's kind of how it's changed my my performance ability. I don't try to fit into a mold anymore. I just think that sometimes I have a moment when I'm on Broadway and I'm like, dude, <laughs> you're here. Like, this is not a joke. Like, this is something that I was like, hopefully in my lifetime, I will be able to step on the Broadway stage one time. And this is so many people's dream and passion. And like, if you're a kid out there who is listening to this, who has goals or aspirations of someday stepping into the spotlight or being on Broadway, know that A, it's worth every single time that you're not going to be able to go to a party, you're not going to have a social life to go do your plies and go to dance class and go to tumbling class to learn how to be the most diverse version of yourself and the most marketable version of yourself. And it is just uh, such an incredible thing to be able to continue this art form that is like such an old school art form, but one of the only things that can't be fixed in post and can't be altered and you can't Photoshop it. It's like a real thing that you have to actually have the talent to get onto the stage and the thing that you were born to do and to share your gift with an audience eight shows a week is such a blessing. I just like to just acknowledge the fact that it's it's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy place to get to and I, I never take it for granted that like this is such an incredible opportunity and I'm so flattered and blessed and I feel so grateful that people have thought enough of me and my talent to bring me back to Broadway over and over and over again but she used to be so you're back on Broadway <laughs> yeah. does it feel like the same thing does it feel like a different thing does it how it feels like the same thing in a, in the sense of it's nostalgic. Like I remember my first Saturday two show day back and it was a beautiful sunny day. It was cold, but it was sunny. And I remember walking towards the stage door and like being flooded with emotion because I'm like, oh my God, it's Saturday two show day on Broadway. I'm back. Like it was crazy. And just walking into an empty theater on your way to your dressing room, the way it smells, the way it looks, like they all are the same. You know, they have this weird peace and quiet about them when you walk in that is just in indescribable. It's such a feeling. It's still there. So that nostalgia felt the same. What's different is me. What's different is 13 years of life and lessons and living and finding out or rediscovering or discovering through my own solo work who I am. And that journey 
only makes me a better cast member and castmate and performer and actress and musician and singer and only has me take greater care with the work and the piece and the people and only has me more grateful and present for and with every single moment. What is the same? What's the kernel that you keep with you from those two years at the Neil Simon? The same as showing up to see your family every day. The same as getting to see, you know, as a solo artist, it's a pretty lonely career. Hmm. I don't always get to use the same musicians. I don't, you know, get to travel with the, my whole crew every time. We pick up musicians in different cities. And it's a pretty isolated experience, especially because I kind of run the ship myself. Here, you get to show up and see the same people every day. And that's nice. I, I didn't know how much I missed that, how much I missed that community and that family. That is really comforting and familiar. The other thing that's the same is just how much I love performing, how much I love the fact that I get to be in front of an audience every night and have that relationship and give to them and receive from them. Um, again, in my solo career, I don't get to perform every day. I work every day, but I don't. I work so that I can be on stage. That's everything I do in my solo career is just to make sure that I get to be on stage. You know what I mean? Mm. Making albums ensures that I get to go on stage. Yeah. Promoting things and building a fan base is to ensure that I can go to a city and sell tickets so that I can be on stage. All I've ever done, I just want to perform. I just want to sing. I just want to perform. And so the fact that I get to go... You know, and do that every day. That's the part of me that is so lit up about being back is every day I get to go and I get another shot at being in this relationship with these people on stage and these people in the audience. And I get another shot to explore this beautiful character and this gorgeous score. I mean, that's the kernel in all the shows. I've been lucky enough to play with extraordinary people as an extraordinary character um, every time. Since being back and doing Waitress, it just has all come flooding back to me. You know, sometimes people will tell you at a very young age who you are, who they think you are, and where they think you fit. Because usually it's in an educational setting and it serves their purposes for the shows they're choosing. It serves their purpose to be able to categorize you and know where they're going to put you. I implore you not to let anyone tell you who you are. Um, don't type yourself out. Uh, don't pigeonhole yourself just because it feels safer or because someone else gave you that idea. Um, you know, I was told that if I didn't change or alter certain things about myself, I would never be an ingenue or a, a leading lady, or I'd have to wait till very, very late in my life and career to be a leading lady. And now I'm three broad, three, all three of my Broadway shows, I've been lucky enough to play an ingenue in those shows. Tracy Turnblad is an ingenue. She's a non-traditional ingenue. Elphaba is an ingenue. Non-traditional. Jenna, same thing. But I didn't have to change anything about myself. If anything, I was called to mine deeper and be more of actually who I am. So I just want to make it my mission to just shout from the mountaintops, like, be who you are. Find it. Figure it out. Own it. Be proud of it. And lead with that because there will be a place for you. And it's going to be, like I said about hairspray, there's going to be a fit that is so perfect for you. You're going to feel it with every fiber of your being and all through your body. And you're not going to have to feel like you're fooling people or playing pretend. It's just going to be the right fit and it's worth the wait.
Special thanks to Shoshana Bean, Molly Hager, Todger Call, and Jesse Hooker Bailey for sharing their stories with us this week. The Ensemblist was produced today by me, Mo Brady. You can help others find out about The Ensemblist by leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can also download episodes wherever you get your podcasts or at theensemblist.com. And make sure you're following us on Instagram to see the latest posts from our website where we share the stories of talented artists working in theater ensembles every day. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.